Hey guys, welcome once again to the Save Continue podcast. My name is Ryan Robinson. This here is Tom Shelby. Hello. Every week uh, we get together and talk about video games and other shit. Uh, Shanae is usually with us, but she's off somewhere. Where is she? I don't know. We always, for, whenever she leaves, we always forget where it she is. She leaves. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. That's true. <laughs> yeah, I don't, I don't know where Shanae is. Uh, I remember you know last, where she is. Uh, where is. Uh, last time we last time Shanae went somewhere, uh, we texted her, uh, bothering her because we wanted her attention because we needed a question answered. Um, she was in a she's in a wedding or at church or something, and I remember in order to get her to answer us, I told her that you were crying. Yeah. Uh, but I guess you don't care. Yeah. Bye. Yeah. <laughs> and then she texted back out of guilt. And that it was something like I don't even remember why what what question we had to, what question we had that we needed her to answer, but yeah, she gave it to us. So Tom, what have you been up to this week? I've actually been playing a fair amount of, of stuff. Uh, started up Snake Pass. Mm-hmm. Tell me about Snake Pass, Tom. It's very frustrating. How's that? Like, it's good. I like it. I recognize that it's good, but, like, I don't like physics, like, poor physics-driven games. Mm-hmm. Octodad, stuff like that. Yeah. Like, uh, intentionally poor physics, right? What was the stupid robot one? Grow Home? Yeah. Like, I hate those games. I think they're terrible. Yeah. Uh, which I know a lot of people like love Grow Home. And Octodad. And Octodad. This is not that. Like, the controls, the physics are weird, the controls are weird, but they make sense for what you were doing. Yeah. But it's just frustrating that I'm, I'm not good at it. How do you move the snake? How do you make him do the things? I mean, you move like you do with, I think you have like a button to just make you go forward, mm-hmm. that you just hold down. Uh, but to get any speed, you have to like left analog stick back and forth. Mm-hmm. Make this you know? slither. Yeah. And that's not so, so much the problem. But, like, there's a lot of, like, hazardous falls to your death. Mm-hmm. And if, if you're not good at wrapping the snake guy around different things, like, that's going to happen a lot. It happens to me a lot because I'm just not good at the game. So is the crux of the game wrapping him around stuff to traverse the environment? <clears throat> a lot of it. A lot of collectibles. It's uh, basically get all these collectibles get to the end, right? Yeah. But uh, it's a good game. I recognize that it's good. I'm just not good at it. Does the snake uh, have a name? Yeah, it's something cute, like Noodle or something like that. Slitherman. Uh, and then David Wise soundtrack is fantastic, of course. Did you give a... Oh, yeah, it's great. Yeah. Um, picked up EDF 4.1 again, second time, because it's on sale this week. Right. And like, man, when are they going to bring 5 over? How long has it been out? I feel like 5 has been in, out in Japan for like at least 6 months. Yeah. You know? I don't know. I hope they bring it over. They usually do. Yeah. Maybe they're having a hard time finding someone to localize it this time. Maybe. Maybe I'll just import it. I don't yeah. need English for that game, you know? Yeah. Uh, yeah. We were talking about... Uh... I'll play a little bit of Slain Back from Hell. What is that? It's like... You look at it and you're like, oh, this is like Castlevania. It's not like Castlevania. It's a 2D action game, but it's just very, very hard. Mm-hmm. Um, it's not like... From what I can tell, it's not a roguelike or anything like that. It's not procedurally generated. Like, it seems to be set levels. But it the difficulty, it gets there real quick, you know? Yeah. 
Uh, like what? Like what kind of guy or person are you? You're just a little dude with a sword. Yeah. Um, you got a little bit of magic to you. Yeah. But, like, to play it feels similar to Castlevania. Like, does it have the same kind of, like, power-ups and items, kind of like in the same vein as Castlevania? Not yet, but I'm only, like, maybe an hour in. Yeah. Uh, but, yeah, it gets it gets real hard. It's mm. fun, though. It's real awesome. Right on. Music sucks. But it's, but it's good. Is it, is it, uh, is it all, uh... We call it. Is it like made to look kind of like Castlevania? Sort of. I mean, definitely more gory. Yeah. Oh, and I like the pixel art for it. I I think a lot of people were <clears throat> kind of burnt out. Wait, is it that game where like the the logo is like the letters look like blood kind of? Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. I know what game you're talking about. Yeah, I think a lot of people are burnt out on pixel art these days because it's been so shoved down our throats for the last ten years now. Yeah. Uh, remember ten years ago when when it was when it was new again? Yeah. But like. There are a few games that I feel like stand out with it yeah. and do a very good job of it. And this, this, the animation of the sprites in this game are like far above most most other yeah. pixel art games. Yeah. Um, how much did that game cost? I couldn't tell you, man. I don't remember. Is it fun? Is it kind of fun? Yeah, I like it a lot. Yeah. I like it a lot. Um, right on, Tom. Uh, you know, I got my uh, I got my new record player this week. Mm-hmm. And I learned something about myself over the past few days. So, my friend, like I, I told you about how my friend gave me all these, uh, all these records, right? Right. And it's a bunch of shit that I never, that like in my own time, like I wouldn't stop this stuff out, right? Right. Because it's like a lot of like it's like Pink Floyd and Black Sabbath and mm -hmm. Led Zeppelin stuff like that. And uh, but I was, you know, I sat there and I was like, you know what? I have all these records. I should probably listen to them because I. I don't remember ever really hearing Black Sabbath or Led Zeppelin except for like in passing, right? Okay. And so I learned that I don't dislike Black Sabbath. It's one of my first albums I ever bought was a Black Sabbath album. Even though like for some, like I always just assumed that I would, but... Black Sabbath is great. Yeah. Ozzy Osbourne is not a good singer. Mm -hmm. He never has been. Yeah. But Black Sabbath <laughs> is cool. Yeah. Uh, yeah, so I got... Uh, it's, it's cool because like the... <coughs> These records are, they're like, you know, originals from the 70s. And so, like, they have, like, these really, like, so they have these, like, these advertisements that are, like, like, really old. Like, the, I think you saw, did you see the one I put on Instagram? Like, not, no. It's like, it's, uh, it's like, it's kind of like, um, one of those, um, you know how, like, Columbia Music or whatever used to do that thing where, like, give us 99 cents and we'll give you all these CDs. Yeah. Uh, BMG and all that. Yeah, so it has, yeah. like, uh, the, the, uh, one of the Black Sabbath albums has this, uh, has that insert. It's like, enclose two dollars and we'll send you these records. And yeah. it's like, it's really, it's it's kind of funny. But did um, you send the two dollars? Yeah, I sent the two dollars. So any day now, hopefully sure. those records. Sure. <laughs> um, <coughs> yeah, and so I, you know, I have Led Zeppelin's Three, which is uh, a pretty great album, and uh, been listening to a lot of Pink Floyd. Yeah. Um, I have like four other albums, and uh, I've listened to a lot of that. So it's been I've been broadening in my horizons over the past week, and it feels pretty good to do that. Right on. Um, now, as far as as far as games that I've been playing, though, uh, I've been playing. Um, there's I I started playing this game called Wizard of Legend. You heard of that? Mm. -mm. Okay, so it's kind of it's basically a um, it's a roguelike. 
uh, where you play as a you play as a titular wizard, and um, through each run you have uh, you get an assortment of spells which are in card form, and then you take those into each run and you can kind of just and you use them like as in like in, in concert with each other. Um, and they each have like cooldowns, but like there's no mana or anything. You just like sometimes you have to wait on a cooldown, but that's it. Yeah. Um, but it's it's pretty neat. It's just it's like insanely hard. Not insanely hard. I'm just bad at video games. Like I could, like if someone who were better at video games would probably have a not a as hard a time with it. Well, I do feel like roguelikes have a tendency to start difficult. Yeah. Um, you know. Yeah, and so it's it's uh it's really neat though. Um. I only I haven't gotten to spend a whole lot of time with it, but uh, you know, so far so far I'm I'm into it. Like uh, you get you get different spells. Like like one is uh, um, like you shoot a bunch of like fiery dragons from your hands at once, and another one is like um, you can like throw a speed like a lightning spear that penetrates enemies and like stuns everybody that it hits. Yeah, and they're all mapped to like a different face button, so you can kind of just like use like you can make combos and stuff like that. So. That's uh, cool. Yeah, it's really neat. Yeah, I've never heard of it. Yeah, uh, I just happened to see it in passing, and I was like, that seems like a good use of $15, so I, I went ahead and picked it up. Um, Dude, that Humble sale right now. Shit. May, like, that may as well be a Steam Summer sale going on right now. Yeah. Yeah. Did you get anything out of that? Well, I got EDF because it's never on sale. Yeah. You know, that's an old game at this point. Yeah. Always 50 bucks. Yeah, how much know? is it on? I think like 30 on on Humble, something like that. Okay. Yeah. Um, Which is not like fantastic savings, but for how yeah. how rarely that game goes on sale. Yeah, yeah. Um, yeah, I'm still I'm still plugging away at that Mad Max, trying to get those those uh, those trophies. Um, yeah, man. Like the like I don't know why. Like twice now I've chosen open world games to to get all the trophies in. Um, He's got to commit. Yeah, and and like I feel like I've been doing a pretty <coughs> good job with it. Um, it's just. Uh, it's just the, it's just so many of the, uh, I didn't, I had never realized how many scavenge locations there are in that game. Yeah. Like, I never realized it because I was never actively looking for them. And, like, when I look on my map and I see, like, they're all, like, they're just, like, so many over the map. And it usually takes, like, five minutes, like, two to five minutes to get to each one. It's yeah. Just, it's just a lot. Um, but, yeah, I feel like I'm making some pretty good progress on it. I'm still, like nervous about uh about whether or not that i can get that platinum to to show up um i wouldn't be nervous about that the only thing that i can't that i can't seem to get is there's a trophy for um like one of the trophies is keep your car airborne without dying for four seconds okay um and i can't there's like there are like a lot of jumps in that game but none of them seem to keep you airborne for four seconds. Dude, if you like look at a trophy guide, I guarantee people are like, this is the spot that you need to do this at. Probably. You know? I mean, that uh, game's been out for how long? Yeah. Like three and a half years now. Um, but yeah, I'm, you know, I'm really, really having, having a good time, like still, like getting those trophies. Yeah. Um, anxiously awaiting uh, next week for Stage of Decay. Um, yeah. You know, and I think that I think that'll be the I think that'll be the game that has me try out Game Pass. Sure. Yeah. I didn't even think about that, but yeah, it's it's one of those. Yeah. So I think I'm, I think what I'm gonna do is like when that the day that game comes out, I'm gonna like hey, I'll start my Game Pass seven day trial and, sure. and see what that's about. 
And um, I've lo I've looked at Game Pass though, and like I I looked at all the games that are on offer, and you know for the most part, like I don't like personally I just I don't care about most of them. Well, that's why they're bringing all these day one games, yeah, console exclusive games to it, yeah. But it did not like Sea of Thieves was the first one, right? Mm-hmm. That game. Yeah, you can say it sold well, because technically everybody that had Game Pass that downloaded that game counted towards the sales of that game. Right. You know. Yeah, but like, like I, I've been, but it's not. It's the the funny thing about Sea of Thieves is that like. Like it, it did not do well. People for, have forgotten about that game yeah, already. I was, I was gonna say you that know? like the talk about that game like yeah. like like took it like a sheer drop. Yeah. Um. And I don't. I think State of Decay will do worse. I do. Yeah. Um, you know, and I think that, you know, I think that honestly, you know, I love the idea of Game Pass. Yeah. Um, I think it's a really awesome idea. And I, you know, I think that if, if they get the cat, if they get a catalog that'll, that'll, per, that'll, that I feel would justify it, then I think that would be awesome. But I just, I can't see that happening in the near future. Microsoft, this generation continues to make consumer friendly ideas yeah. happen. Yeah. And that's it. They are very consumer friendly. They are not good business practices. They are bad decisions. Yeah. You know. Um, you know, and I, I just think, I just, I think that, you know, they, they have everything there to give you like all the value for your money, and, uh, and again, yeah, like you said, they are very consumer friendly. It's just that, like, like a lot of, like a lot of stuff they do outside of that just doesn't make any sense. Yeah. Um, like I'm still wondering. I'm still wanting to. I still want to know like, what is, like, what is the advantage to them for having, play anywhere. Because like, I think they're more concerned about, software than hardware. Yeah. Which is what they should be concerned about, right? Most, yeah. most of the big three. I mean, most hardware manufacturers in general. That's not where where they're making their money. Yeah. You know. They've been making more. Do you think? Okay, would you say that they're making more money with uh, Windows Windows 10 licenses than Xboxes? Oh, absolutely. Yeah. Of course they are. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, because, like, Windows 10, like, has applications, like, across, like, everywhere, right? Yeah, like, I mean, th I can think about work. Yeah. You know, yeah. like, it's, of course, but... Um, so, like, and at the same time, like, I, I feel like more than once I've heard people talk about, like, like, talk about the future of the Xbox brand with like some kind of uncertainty. Um, like, like I, I guess I have to, I guess, you know, there's... There will be another Xbox, I do it, believe that. I certainly think so. Uh, beyond that, I don't know. It's the third console curse, man. People have talked about it forever. Yeah. It's always that way. Yeah. I mean, think about literally every console manufacturer that you can think of. Mm -hmm. Third console never does well. Yeah. And it's typically for the same reasons. Mm-hmm. Your previous one did great. You got cocky and made some bad decisions, yeah. you know. Um, but yeah, it was the same thing with Sony. It was the same thing with Nintendo. It was the same thing with Sega. Like it's you know. Yeah. Yeah. But and, like, and maybe this will humble them a little bit, and you know. What was the what was the con? Well, I mean, I mean, I know the Wii U. What was the what was the other console that for Nintendo that didn't do? Well, N sixty four. If you're talking about like third console, which is yes, technically that's not their third console, right? But like it is their third console, right? Did not do well compared to their previous consoles. Really? You know? Yeah. Hmm. 
Yeah, dude, Sony came in that generation and stomped all over them. That is true. Yeah. 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 Um, it's one of those things too, right? Like, um, with uh, uh, where we talk, where we talk about like the way people talk about the Dreamcast, the way people talk about Beyond Good and Evil, like, like they talk about like everybody talks about like how much they love that that thing, and mm -hmm. then like you go back and look at the the numbers and like yeah, exactly. they, they don't line up. Like N sixty four did okay. Yeah. But compared to SNES, compared to NES, it yeah. did not. Yeah. You know. And it very much like, and it also very much seemed like outside of, um, outside of, outside of Mario sixty four and outside of Goldeneye, that thing didn't really have much of an identity of its own. Oh, I disagree. I love the N sixty four. I think it had some great games that you could not get elsewhere. Well, no, I'm but... I'm saying it did have it did have. I'm not saying that it didn't have great games. Yeah. I'm not saying that at all. I'm just saying that like. It seemed like if you put it against like um, you put it against like another console like the PlayStation or uh, you know even even its predecessor the, the SNES because like like the SNES like when you look at the SNES like you know you get that's your RPG machine right um, then you and then you look at the uh, and then you look at the N sixty four and like every time I think about it Dude, that's the multiplayer machine is what that was. Yeah, I guess that's true. Yeah. yeah, especially when you say like, because the conversation with the N sixty four usually gravitates around Goldeneye, right? Goldeneye yeah, or Mario yes. Party or Mario Kart or, or whatever, right? Like, yeah, yeah, um, yeah. Smash Brothers. Yeah. You know, the funny thing about Smash Brothers is back when that when that when the first Smash Brothers came out, mm -hmm. I was like, that's such a that's such an awesome idea, mm -hmm. and I don't think I don't by any means I don't think it's a bad idea at all. It's just at the time I was like. Well, that's crazy. I never imagined they would do something like this. Yeah. But like I uh it's funny because like ev with every game in the Smash Bros franchise that that roster seems to get bigger and bigger. It does. Um and then so you, it's fun it's it's interesting to look at the latest Smash Brothers game and then go back to the original Smash Brothers game and see the parity between the roster sizes and that. Yeah. Uh and you talk about you've talked about like with fighting games how um the larger the roster, the more difficult it is to balance, and that just kind of just makes sense. Um, and I have to, and I wonder if Smash Brothers One is more balanced than Smash Brothers, whatever is it, seven, eight? Uh, I couldn't tell you. Like I, I like Smash Brothers, yeah. but I have no authority on Smash Brothers. Yeah. You know, uh, I don't know. Like I, I almost want to simplify it and say because all inputs are the same across the board, maybe it's a little bit easier. But yeah. I, I don't know. Yeah. Yeah. And then I guess like a like a Smash Bros. Super fan would be like, yeah, like no, right? You're, you know, uh, you know, but yeah, you know, I I think back on my time with the N sixty four, and I'm kind of just like, it's funny because I think that my my stand up memories with my N sixty four aren't parallel to the memories that other people have with theirs. Yeah. Because a lot of times, like when people talk about their sixty four, they talk about their time with the Golden Eye, or. Uh, Maybe even like Wave Race mm -hmm. or Mario sixty four or anything. Um, I think that the thing that I spent the most time with on my sixty four was uh, Harvest Moon sixty four. Yeah. Um, I think that was probably just because that was the first time I'd ever played a game like that. Because uh, I didn't play any of the previous games. I didn't play the the SNES one. Yeah. Or uh, any of the other ones. I played some weird ass N sixty four games. Mischief Makers. A lot of people love that now, but I don't think a lot of people did back then. Yeah. Uh, Win back. I still say Winback was a great game, you know. Yeah. But I'd like to go back and revisit Winback. Yeah. Um, when was the last time you played it? Shit, I don't know. I must have been in high school. 
Uh, I know that they did a. I knew that they did a sequel to Win Back that came out on the 360 like 10 years ago. Hmm. Um, never played it. But, yeah. Uh, but then again, that was also not a game that I. But then again, I I was about to say that was not a game that I expected to see a sequel to. But I was also going to say that while then admit that I knew nothing about Win Back because I never played it. Dude, we still haven't gotten a Star Fox that's as good as that one. That's true. You know, like yeah, never gonna happen, I guess. Yeah. Yeah. Um. I, you know, and, like, I think about, too, like, man, the first time I stayed up all night playing, uh, Perfect Dark, mm. like, just multiplayer, yeah. and not even, like, against other people, like, that was another thing, too. Bots? Yeah, this is the bots, man, like, I never, <coughs> you know, I, ne like, I didn't, like, playing a multiplayer game, like, by myself. That's all I, I did was Rage Wars. Yeah, because yeah. I'd, like, you know, and that was, and that's, because one of the things that I would lament a lot, uh, as a kid is, like, I want to play the multiplayer mode in this game, but I can't get my friends to come over, so I guess I'm not playing it. Yeah. Um, you know that, and that was a really that was a really cool thing to be able to do, and and I don't I don't know what the 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 parity is between the numbers, uh, people who preferred Goldeneye versus people who preferred uh, Perfect Dark. Um, I've always been more of a Perfect Dark person myself, but um, I mean I love Goldeneye, but I love Bond. Yeah. And it came first, you know? Yeah. You know, uh, it's funny because, like, just recently I saw the trailer for uh, Goldeneye, the, the movie. And, um, like, looking at it, I was like, man, that's a, that's a badass-looking movie. And what I love about Goldeneye the game, it came out so late. 96? Like, I mean, like, late 97. compared to when the movie came out. Yeah. When did that movie come Because out? typically these things launch together. Right. Right. <laughs> That was back when, like, that, that was back when uh, movie tie-in games were, like, a like a common occurrence. Yeah, Goldeneye came out way later. Mm -hmm. And, like, if you loved that movie, which I did at the time, mm -hmm. man, they did a good job recreating that I was, movie. I was just going to say, I was just going to say that. Yeah. I was, uh, uh, I was looking at, the, I was watching the trailer for, for the movie, and I'm looking. You recognize locations. Yeah, I was like, yeah. I was like, that's probably one of the more faithful movie tie-in games that I've mm -hmm. seen. Uh, because a lot of, um... A lot of them just don't do that, cause like, it, yeah. cause I think I think a lot of that has to do with the fact that uh, a lot of times they would choose a game or a movie that is really difficult to adapt to a video game, mm -hmm. um, which you know I don't, I don't like I like we I think I think it was me I don't know if it was me and you but uh, I was watching uh, gameplay for the Beethoven's second video game <laughs> and I was like there's like and I was like. I can't imagine what they would, <laughs> how they would make that a video game, but they they did it. But then again, like a lot of shit in that game, like didn't happen in the movie. Right. So, uh, but yeah, like the the like all the iconic scenes from the movie are there. Like even the, like the first level, like where he bungee jumps off the dam. Yeah. And then they they recreate the uh, the tank scene, which was like yeah, yeah. to this day was still is still really cool. Um, that movie is awesome. That that movie and game are awesome. Um, and know, I think with, with Perfect Dark, I could be wrong, but I would assume that that game was born from the fact that they probably couldn't get another license, you know, like yeah. they, they probably couldn't get another Bond license or th something like that, yeah. you know, because um, it very much is GoldenEye 2. Yeah. You know. Um, and I pretty sure, because there were subsequent, uh, James Bond games, like very soon after that one, but none of them released on the N64. None of them made by Rare, I believe. Yeah. Um, yeah. 
I think EA picked up the license after that. Um, yeah, EA had it for a while. Yeah, because I'm... Okay, so I remember Tomorrow Never Dies. Agent Under Fire. Yeah. Agent Under Fire. The, see, um... And then Nightfire, right? Yeah. And then... But then the, the funny thing is, is that, like, they did that, um... They did that Everything or Nothing uh, game, which wasn't even a movie. They just... It was just, like, an original James Bond story. Most of those were not movies. Yeah. Um, they still put Pierce Brosnan on the cover, but most of them were not they movies. They put Pierce Brosnan on the cover in yeah. the game. They got Willem Dafoe for uh, Everything or Nothing, which... Yeah. Uh, fine. <laughs> yeah. Um, but, yeah, like... I feel like James Bond is, like, definitely, like, one of those... One of those characters that, like, could easily translate to video games. Yeah. We need another one of those. So, I kind of just, like, whenever it's just the two of us mm -hmm. and, like, we don't have something planned as far as what we want to talk about. We didn't plan it. I kind of just default to, like, what are you excited for? You know? We got E3 coming up. A lot of good games that just came out. A lot of good games are getting ready to come out. Mm -hmm. what, what, what's on your radar? You know, uh, it's not an E3 thing, but I that you jog my memory because I remembered I want to bring I wanted to bring this up to you. Have you been in that onrush beta? No. Okay. Have you? No. But what's today? The nineteenth. It's nineteenth or the twentieth. Twentieth. Okay. Uh, well, it's got two more days left on it. Should probably. Yeah. Probably want to check that out. Shit, I don't know, man. Um, I was excited for Splinter Cell or. What I believe, I believe Splinter Cell will happen. It, yeah. Uh, so I'm excited to see, you know, I'm excited to hear about that. Um, it has been a long time since, uh, since I played Conviction. I, I slept on Blacklist. Uh, you told me it was, uh, pretty good. I mean, I haven't played much of it, but yeah. Did it seem similar to, to Conviction? Very much. Okay. Yeah. No, I'll probably really like it. Um, yeah, I, man, I played, I played Conviction, like, back and forth like, like tens of times yeah um so I'm, I'm really i'm really excited to to see what they have lined up there um especially since like i i haven't really been paying as much attention to ubisoft as i had been in previous years just because like they they had more shit going on back then that, that i cared about right um whereas like it hasn't really been the case so much um i was thinking i was thinking about how much i wish they would bring Prince of Persia back because uh, I really like that last one and I'd like to see more of that but I don't think that's going to happen. Um, Give it time. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um, I think that there, I think there, I think there's going to be more Beyond Good, and e Beyond Good and Evil 2 stuff. At least I hope there will be. Um, I'd like to know more about what that game is. Um, and I'd, I'd like them to show me something to get excited about. Yeah. Um, like, because, like, the thing about it is on paper, like, initial, my initial reaction is yes, to be excited. But that was based purely on the fact that now that I know it exists. That trailer was fucking cool. Yeah, it was cool. But, <clears throat> you know, at the same time, like, that doesn't show me, like, anything about what that game's going to be like. Right. Um... So I would like to, I would like to them to show me something like how's a game work, like what kind of mechanics can I expect. Um, so I like if if I get more of that, that would be really awesome. Uh, 
looking forward to Bethesda announcements too, man. Um, like I would, I would like to hear, I would like to hear the words Doom Two. Yeah. Uh, very much, um, especially because that first game was so damn cool. Uh, like it, like it was the first game in how long have I been playing video games? Uh, Twenty seven years now. That like has unseated. Uh, River Seed Ransom is my favorite game of all time. It's just a phenomenal game, and you know, and I've played it. I played. Uh, I played Doom, like over and over again. Uh, like thinking about man, Doom Two. Like how can they? How can they top this? Because I just feel like I very much felt like uh, the first Doom was a very much a right place, right time kind of thing, um, and. As much as I love that game and as, as fantastic as I think it is, it's like, how do you replicate that? Well, I think it's easier now because of the first one, I mean, not the first one, but the yeah. last one, Yeah. Uh, it was very much an unknown and it was kind of a gamble on their part, Yeah. you know, but it paid off. Now people know what to expect and they know to expect something that was really good. Yeah. You know, I think it's easier to sell Doom 2 yeah. than it was to sell Doom. Do you make Doom 2 more <clears throat> over the top? Do you think? Do you think you have to like ratchet that up to... I mean, I think like you might see maybe some set pieces which the first Doom didn't have much of. Yeah. You know? Uh, unless you count like Cyber Demon or whatever. Like it didn't yeah. really have, you know, what you would think of in like the Call of Duty sense or the Uncharted sense of like crazy shit happening, right? Yeah. So maybe you had some of that, but I don't, I don't think you can go too far. Yeah. Well, I think that, I think that it's, well, based on, you know, what, because we watched that, um, we watched that no clip like a few months back, um, where they talked about the design philosophy behind the gameplay of Doom and yeah. how they very much wanted to minimize how much like how often if ever they took control away from you mm -hmm. um and i think that with the set pieces like in call of duty or in charter like a lot of that shit involves like taking the control out of your hands to show you that thing but at the same time i feel like doom does that more than those games do how's that in like the fucking uh what do they call it when you like grab the guys oh <laughs> yeah yeah but that's you know? that's for like a quick second yeah you know? but it's like peppered in every couple of seconds whereas yeah. you know well i think that i think the difference there is that there's more agency involved with that because you decide when that happens sure um which like but like if you do it in the uncharted way right like if you think about uncharted two three it's the one where you're like in the building and the and the fucking building starts coming down and that's two or like even the train from two or like yeah. Most of the Uncharted set pieces, you don't lose control when they're happening. Yeah. You know? Yeah. Um, and I think... Which is rare in games. Yeah. But, I, I th yeah. Uh, and I... Well, I think also, like, in Uncharted, in Uncharted 2's case, I feel like that... It wouldn't have worked, like, the way that it... You know, it, like, it wouldn't have, like... It wouldn't have felt the way that it did if you weren't controlling. Like, if you were just watching it unfold. Right. Like, but <clears> if you're in control of, like, whether or not Drake makes it out of there, then, yeah. like, it has a whole different... Well, like, that entire time that building's coming down, you're controlling Drake. Yeah. You know? Yeah. And, you know, I and I and I think that... I think that, um... That, uh... That Doom could, could definitely benefit from stuff like that. Mm -hmm. Um, but I also think that, um... That sort of thing, uh, relies very much on... 
Like, I think that Drake is a man, like, he's just a, like, he's a regular dude, so he's, like, he's afraid of shit, right? Mm -hmm. And so that's, like, a scary moment for him. Like, how do you do that with, with uh, the Doom Marine, who is, like, very much portrayed as not being afraid of anything or giving a shit about anything, you know? Yeah. Um, like, there, it's hard to invoke suspense with a character like that, I think. Sure. Um, not to say that it can't be done. Like, they're smarter people than me who work on video games, which is why they do it, and I'm the one who buys them. Um, but yeah, like, you know, I'm, you know, I'm, I've all like, every year I look forward to, you know, what Bethesda is going to do and... I just don't know what they could possibly have. Yeah. They've talked about new IPs, you know, of course they're going to show Rage. Yeah. But like, if not Doom 2, then what? Because like, I don't think Arcane's ready to show anything. I don't think Machine Games is ready to show anything. I don't think, uh, Bethesda Softworks is ready to show anything. Like... Because it's, it's, you know, so it's like, I could be wrong. I bet. But. Okay, so, apparently there's some, like, some, uh, some additional content for Prey, like, coming out. Really? Like, that's, like, it's, like, that's on the moon or something. I don't know, like, how substantial it is. I don't know how much, how many hours it adds to the base game. Yeah. But, um, you know, if it is substantial enough, maybe they show that. Which, again, though, is, like. At the same time, like, when did uh, Prey came out in last year, right? Yes. Yeah. Um, even still, though, like, I don't know, like, if you want to make a make a big deal out of a, I don't know if you want to make a big deal out of something like that. What I like about Bethesda as a publisher is they've never. We have like Square Enix or or Ubisoft or whoever, and they'll sell like, you know two, three million copies of a game, right? Yeah. Uh, we saw it with Square Enix with, with the Tomb Raider games. They sell a few million, right? Yeah. And they're like, it wasn't enough. That's not what we wanted to make. It wasn't enough for our shareholders, whatever. Right. But that's just like, I mean, as long as the game pays for itself and we make a little bit of profit, it's worth it to us. Yeah. You know? Um, I think that's pretty cool. Yeah. Um... I, I can't think of what they would talk about. They're not going to talk. I don't. They're not going to talk about the Elder Scrolls. They're not going to talk about Fallout and like new IP. Like what is that? I have like every time some. Every time I hear Bethesda and new IP in the same sentence, then immediately I, I hear about the ambiguous Starfield, whatever that is. Yeah. Um, and maybe that's it. I don't know. Um, I mean, I I think we there's a good chance of a Bethesda Softworks games. Like it's not going to be Elder Scrolls, obviously, from what they've said. Right. Right. They said three games before the next Elder Scrolls. Right. You know, so maybe one of those three games. Yeah. I don't know. Because um, it has been a while, right? Like, Fallout was a good little while ago. Yeah. Talking, coming up, <coughs> it's about two and a half years ago now. Yeah. So, um, and they've released all the content that, I, that I'm pretty sure they're going to release for that game. And if they're not doing something on that scale, they could have something ready. Yeah. But... Um, what about you, Tom? I don't know, man. Like, as far as E3 stuff, there's nothing that I'm really looking forward to that we know about, yeah. you know? Like, I'm interested to see what Sony does with their four-game thing, because that's very different from what they've done before. But as far as, like, games, there's a lot of games I'm excited for. Street Fighter Collection is, like, a week away at this point. Yeah. That's going to be a lot of fun. Yeah. Uh, Trailblazers, I'm ready for that shit. I know it's getting like so-so reviews, but like, it's Splatoon and racing put together. I'm like, that's fucking awesome. Right. You know, like, 
about time we had a new idea for a racing game. Yeah. Uh, and, you know, um, Onrush isn't too far off. Yeah, excited for Onrush, excited for the same stuff I talked about last week, yeah. you know, uh, Blade Strangers, but yeah, there's a lot of, a lot of good looking stuff. Um, yeah, I'm, you know, I'm, I'm really looking forward to, like, I know that it's, I know that it's out already, um, for those, for those who bought, like, the, the, the gold edition or whatever it's called, uh, but, you know, State of the, the, the original State of Decay, like, it, mm. didn't, it didn't, you know, it didn't really, it didn't, it, like, nobody, I don't think anybody went crazy over the original State of Decay, um, but it was very, like, it is as problematic as that game was, uh, you know, I, I enjoyed it uh, a lot, uh, I put, you know, I put over 100 hours into the, into the original game. Yeah. Um, and State of Decay 2 very much very much looks to be more of that which is honestly fine with me yeah um and i think that a lot of the time i think that honest like based on what i've seen of state of decay 2 if you didn't like state of decay 1 then you're not gonna like state of decay sure one. sure um but like you know there was always like one of the, what i liked about state of decay is that there are a lot of zombie games out there and a lot but a lot of them Focus primarily on the the confrontation and elimination of those zombies, um, you know. And they they don't really none of those games really talk about like what it would be like to actually have to live in that world. Like, you know, I think about um, I think about Left 4 Dead, right? And they you know the characters and uh, those games are referred to as the survivors, right? Right. Um, and we don't really see any anything of we don't really touch on their survival much past them getting from point A to point B without getting killed. Sure. Um, and you know that they don't they don't ever talk about like the logistical part of uh, of actually having to live in that in that uh, world, which not every game needs that, obviously. Yeah, you wouldn't want that um, from Left 4 Dead. Um, but like, but at the same time, it is cool to have a game that does do that. Yeah, stuff. I feel you, man. Um, uh, like I said, I, I want that game to be good for you. Uh, and I don't. I don't I, and again, I think that is. I think that is very. Based on what I'm seeing, I like. Yeah. I don't. I don't think that they would somehow make a game that is worse than the first one. Um, I mean, they could. Have. Yeah, it's been known to happen. It's been known to. I just don't. I just don't see that happening. Considering like, like as much as I love the first State of Decay, like when we're talking about building on top of that foundation, mm -hmm. it's not like they set the bar super high. Right. 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 Um, right. Which is interesting, like, so it's been getting a lot of, like, okay scores, yeah. you know, not, not great, not terrible, a lot of just okay scores. Yeah. Uh, and I feel like Microsoft, like, I know they expected Crackdown to be ready, you know? Yeah. I know they expected Sea of Thieves to do better, yeah. but, like, man, you, you're depending on State of Decay. That's a really you weird, know? that's a really weird horse to bet on too because yeah, like, man. it's not a game that a bunch of people bought last you're year. You're depending on Crackdown even, you you know like like that seems like that's that to me is just like because they never like they've never really like okay, so um when I think about when I think back to the original Crackdown the last generation, yeah. like they they support it like marketing wise and everything, but it's not like it was it wasn't huge, right? Um, 
and even with crack like and then, i don't i don't know maybe it was just me but like even when crackdown 2 came out like i kind of barely noticed when it when it came out like i was like i happened to be out when i was like oh crackdown right 2 came right, out. right right um and so like and i know that like and i feel like when they originally announced crackdown 3 like people were like oh hell yeah another crackdown right but like that timeline has been ex like been stretched out so far that it's like it just seems like a it seems like a unrealistic amount of time to maintain enthusiasm for that property yeah for a game of that caliber not yeah. to say crackdown's bad but yeah. like but like like when like when do you we first like when do we first hear about crackdown 3 i don't know it's been a while right it's been a long while and so like because they did that whole thing with the cloud and fucking yeah. revolution bullshit, you know, like, which now they don't mention that at all. Yeah. At all. Yeah. So who knows if that's even still there. Um, but, uh, I'm, but, you know, I, it seems, it very much seems like the expectation is that, you know, I jump up out of my seat and applaud every time they say Crackdown 3, which is, like, one, I've never had that kind of affinity for Crackdown to begin with. Right. But I feel like even if I did, like, that would have subsided by now. Um... But, you know, I'm not speak. I don't, you know, I don't presume to speak for everybody, but... I mean, look, the... The exclusive problem is, like, that's old news. People know that Microsoft has an exclusives problem this generation. Right. You know? Uh, but, like, you can't, you can't do that, man. Like, depend on Forza, sure. You know, but like you can't. Forza would make a lot more sense. You can't depend on State of Decay and Sea of Thieves and Crackdown. Yeah. You know, those games are not going to be great selling games. They're not. Yeah. You know. Yeah. Even if Games Pass wasn't a thing, those would not be great selling games. Well, no, I think that they I, would sell okay. Dude, imagine, you know? imagine see if okay. But they're not gonna they're not gonna put up like Uncharted numbers. They're not gonna put up Halo numbers. It's just not gonna happen. Like now, know? it makes it makes me think about like what see if these numbers would have been if Game Pass didn't exist. Yeah. Um, which, you know, it was very much, and you know, we've heard it like a, a bunch of times already. But you know, the, there are parallels that are drawn between that and and No Man's Sky, which is. Like there's some other shit with No Man's Sky that I'm really excited about, but um, you know the the comparison that's being made most often is lots of hype out the gate, mm -hmm. um, not a whole lot of content going in, and then the conversation dropping off sharply, and then just nothing. I mean, my whole thing is like people seem to like Sea of Thieves. Yeah. The biggest issue with with that game is a lack of a progression system, yeah. but you know, you just can't depend on that. You can't, like, you know what I mean? Like, not to speak bad about those three games, but, like, those are never going to do Halo numbers. Right. They're never going to do Gears of War numbers. They're just not. It's not the same. Yeah. Um, those are THQ-ass games. You know what I mean? Yeah. They I, really I, are. Yeah. Um, and, and it's like, you know, because you, cause you're, you're relying on these games to move hardware, uh, to sell this service that you poured a lot of money and, and time into. And it's just, again, like, I t it goes back to my conversation about um, about my, about me looking at Game Pass. Yeah. And just feeling like, there's just nothing here that I want. You know? Dude, the State of Decay trailer that they showed at last year's E3, 
I would not have shown that at E3. Yeah. That was a bad looking fucking trailer. Yeah. That game looked terrible yeah. in that trailer, you know? And then, but then, like, In motion, it looks way better. But then you... And then but... You, yeah, I don't know. It's... It, well, it goes back to what you were saying about, like, <laughs> their, you know, business decisions. Because, you know, showing that shit off is, is very much a business decision. And, yeah. And, uh... And they have to show something. Yeah. I get that. It just... It's... But it's, like, also, at the same time, it's, like... <clears throat> like it's disheartening to 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 very much tell that they're in the mindset of like, well, we have to show something. Yeah. Whereas, yeah. as opposed to like, dude, we got this, we have this thing that you guys have got to see. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, they should, they really should have shown that before the Porsche, I think. But, <laughs> <laughs> uh, <laughs> you know, I, like, but yeah, for because like. I think about last year's show, right? And I think about, I think about all the all the showcases and all the things that they showed off at, at last year's show, and like, regardless of whether or not you're into racing games, uh, I think that the I think that the presentation behind the Forza uh, trailer was probably the most exciting. Um, as far as their exclusive stuff, absolutely. Um, you know. And I guess it's just it's 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 hard to it's hard to hear about a Microsoft conference and and think uh, and think that yeah this this should, this will be exciting. Um, I'm very excited for it. I just I just want to know what they're going to do because well, at this point they've got a couple of options, right? We know three four three is doing something. We know it's probably a Halo game. Yeah. Did, by the way, do you hear about that Halo arcade game? Looks super rad. Looks fucking cool. I don't even like Halo. Like what I'm talking about. It's like the four-player Jurassic Park thing with the shooty. Oh, yeah, neat. But it's Halo. Like, yeah. I like that. It looks so cool. But, like... Let's go play that. You know, let's say they're doing Halo, right? Mm Mm-hmm. Do you release it now? Or do you wait till the next Xbox? You know? They are in the weeds. They're not... Don't get me wrong. Xbox One is sold way better than the Wii U. But they're in that situation in that the generation is coming to an end, whether it's next year or the year after or whatever. The generation is coming to an end. Uh, I think you start... They've had a lack of exclusives, and their companies, like their companies, right? The Coalition, mm-hmm. uh, 343, like, they're working on something. They've been working on something. Do you release it now, or do you hold it over? Well, that I feel like that depends on a couple of things, right? So, that depends, like... On when is the next Xbox, right? And yeah. um, because if the next Xbox is too far away, then you kind of you probably don't want to wait that long to finish your 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 second Halo trilogy. Yeah. Um, and then at the same time, like, because I think that I think that you definitely, I think that I I think that uh, Halo Six is definitely on Xbox One. Yeah. I I, I feel I feel like it is. Um, I don't I, know, man. I think, like, the biggest problem that they seem to have is, like... I think Gear 6 is going to debut on the next Xbox. Yeah. Yeah. I heard somebody talking about this, and it was, like, very... Like, it was very on point. And they're talking about Microsoft Studios, uh, you know, 343, the Coalition. Right. Uh, and they're like, these companies... Like with Naughty Dog, right? Or or better example with uh, 
fucking gorilla with gorilla, right? right? Made Killzone forever. They're like, fuck it, we're not making Killzone anymore. Here's Horizon Zero Dawn. Yeah. We see all these fucking sucker punch games, uh, you know, fucking Delson and all that bullshit. And they're like, okay, we're not doing Infamous anymore. Here's Ghost of Tsushima. Right. Uh, I feel like the Microsoft Studios don't have that luxury. Yeah. And like, they need to have that luxury, but yeah. it's, it's so tied to those studios, those studios are so tied to those franchises that it's in their fucking names. Yeah. 343, the coalition. Yeah. So yeah. you have to make these these franchises forever or what? Yeah. You know? Like, and let like, them do something else. And that's the thing too, is that like, it would, like, I would, it's easy, it, you could make the argument that these franchises that they're so, that they're so tied to have already begun to stagnate. And it would, and like you have to wonder like how like how much longer are you gonna stre- are you gonna stretch these things out? Um, and I think you know I think that th- those other studios who made the decision to like to kind of spread their wings as it were like made the right made the right call because I like yeah like when when uh, when Horizon Zero Dawn was announced I was like I don't want to play another Killzone game yeah right like I don't want I think very few people did yeah and, yeah. Um, and I think that was the right decision because, like that, that that made me interested in Gorilla again. And it's not that I ever had any any distaste for them. It's just that I just didn't want to play another Killzone game again. Right. Um, you know, I doubt my I doubt my interest in playing another Halo. Um, I'm okay with playing another Gears game, but like, I, I don't know how many more Gears games I got in me. You know. Yeah. Um, yeah. So I don't know. I think I think that they've kind of. I. It very much seems like as far as. Um, as far as Microsoft's uh, first party, they've kind of painted themselves into a corner with that stuff, um, and I, I, I just, I, I guess that's part of what makes that their future so uncertain to me. Because I'm like, like, what else are you guys gonna do? You know, like, are you gonna, are you gonna, are you, are you gonna build another studio that you tie intrinsically to a specific franchise? Are you gonna build another studio that you're gonna, that you can allow to like make other shit? And like, yeah. why would you delegate that all to one studio? You know. Well, we've heard rumors this year about them buying up studios. Yeah. Uh, which, you know, they have done in the past, but not often yeah. and not in a substantial way. Not in the way that Sony used to. Sony seems to, uh, you know, get rid of studios nowadays. Yeah. But, yeah. I don't know, man. I, I, that, th- this, this conversation is kind of what had me hesitant to buy an Xbox in the first place. Um, and yet I still did it. And I, I've talked, I've lived in the apartment that I live in now. I've lived there for about eight months now. Mm-hmm. That Xbox has been turned on zero times. You know, my, I mean, my Xbox gets a lot of use, uh, but from my kids, you yeah. know, the only games I have played on our Xbox have been 360 games. <laughs> you know, I've yeah. never played an Xbox One game on there. Yeah. Yeah. Um, which... Maybe maybe they start shipping 360s again. I don't know. Be nice. <laughs> I mean, why not? You know, like uh, that's where like that's where a lot of the like that's where a lot of the when I think of when I hear about Xbox, a lot of the enthusiasm about Xbox is about Xbox 360 games, and yeah. and that's and, and you know it's not a mystery. Xbox 360 was great, and they had a lot of exclusives then. Um, it was a fantastic console with with a fantastic library behind it. And Xbox One doesn't have that. The One X, that's great. I'm like, it's cool to have a, a console that powerful out on the market, but like, it doesn't mean it doesn't mean shit if there's nothing to play on it. 
Yeah, and you know, that's... I, I very much didn't want the conversation to go this way because, like, we shit all over it now, you know? And we have for a while, but, like, that is the way it is, Yeah. you know? Like, don't get me wrong, like... If, I think it's a great console. If you... Okay. The console itself is fantastic. Yeah, it just... But... But at the same time, like, give me... Like, and I... And we'll see, you know? Yeah. Um... And I hear good things about how game, how well games run on that on that console, um, and how great they look, um, you know, which is fine. But games looking better has never been my priority. Um, I want them to do new and interesting things, and it just so happens that the that the people who are developing the console doing new and interesting things happen to be developing exclusively for Sony. Mm -hmm. uh, so. You know, like like with Days Gone, like they're doing a new new and interesting things with their game, and it's just it's an unfortunate happenstance that that game's not coming to Xbox. You know. Well, I mean that's Ben, right? That's yeah. Sony's. Right. But um, and you then you have games like um, and then you have you have uh, you had well, I think personally that um, that but from what I played of it, uh, you are eighteen eighty six doesn't do anything that interesting, uh, like, gameplay-wise, but, mm. like, a lot of things, like, thematically, like, I haven't seen a lot of that shit, like, portrayed in that way. Right. And, again, that's, like, I'm only gonna get to play that on PlayStation, you know? Yeah. Um, so. Yeah. They should do VR on that thing. Well, they had talked about it two years ago, and then, nope, it's not happening. Yeah. That was a mistake. They should have done VR. Yeah. Um. I should sell my Xbox. No. <laughs> no. Uh, yeah. Yeah. Because uh, I can't. I can't justify owning that and a computer. You know. Not anymore. At, there was a time where I could have. I was talking to somebody uh, right. about the numbers yesterday, right? So there are twelve. Xbox One exclusives that you cannot play anywhere else. Mm -hmm. Can't play them on PC, anywhere, any other console. There are twelve. Mm -hmm. There's like seventy something PlayStation Four games that you cannot play anywhere else. And that matters, right? Like when you're <laughs> it's fucking nuts. When you're when you're buying consoles, like that, like that number matters. Yeah. Um. You know, and I talked before about. The, the what would be the primary driving force behind me buying any Nintendo uh, platform, which is because I can't, like, when you give, like, by and large, if I buy a Nintendo console or handheld or whatever, by and large, like, I can only play it on that, that the, the game that I want, I can only play it on that thing. Right, usually, yes. Um, I think they've made a good case this generation of, hey, play it here because you can take it with you. Yeah. You know. Yeah, and that's... I think it's smart. But. Yeah. Um, <clears throat> you know, but... Like, with with Xbox, like, I just... I could just... You've made the... Because I used to... I used to wonder, um, you know, why you were so adamant about specifically buying things for your computer. And then you, you've, you told me, like, well, you know, I'd rather just have them all in one place as opposed to having them spread out across different systems and, you know... Well, it's also the fact that that library goes with me, right? Yeah. <clears throat> Regardless of what computer I have in the future, yeah. that library stays with me. Whereas, yeah. like, PlayStation 5, maybe I won't be able to play these games. Right. Xbox right. One, Two, maybe I won't be able to play these games, you know? Yeah. Um, 
But then again, a few times I bought games on the computer and it was like, maybe I won't be able to play these games. Sure, uh, sure. But that, that, that happens far less often than uh, with console life cycles. Um, and it just, it's, it, it goes back to my question, like, and maybe the question has been answered and I'm just not looking in the right places, but, you know, it, the question of, like, I know how Play Anywhere benefits me, but in the long term, how does it benefit Microsoft? Yeah. Um, like, are you... Because I don't think they care whether you're playing on Xbox or Windows. They're still yeah. getting your money. Yeah. Well, then at that point, like, what is the point? Why does, why does Xbox exist then? Because there is a good amount of people that don't play on PC, don't yeah. want to play on PC, yeah. and they want to be able to sell those people, you know? Right. But at the same time, well, never mind. I was going to say that there was a, like a lot of the games that I can play on Xbox, I can also play on a PlayStation, uh, which, yeah. is, which is true, but like yeah. at the same time, I can't play Gears of War on PlayStation. Well, right. Like, like think, um, about, think about the, the Xbox Play Anywhere system and think about like Microsoft exclusives and even games that are not Microsoft exclusive that are still on sale on the Windows 10 store. Mm -hmm. And a lot of those, those Microsoft games are only on sale on the Windows 10 store. Some of them made, made it over to Steam, right? But very few. Killer Instinct is on Steam, right? Yeah. Gears of War isn't. A mainline Halo game isn't. Yeah. You know? Uh, shit like that. Fucking, what was the, what was the Inafune game? ReCore? Mm-hmm. You know? Uh, so, like, if you're buying it on PC, you're still buying it from them on PC. Yeah. More often than not. You're not buying it from game. To, to your earlier point, like, I, I mean, I, I know that it very much comes off as, like, a negative bias toward uh, Microsoft and the and the Xbox brand, and it really isn't. Like, I would love to, like, like I I would love to have, a, excuse me, a reason to to turn on my Xbox or a reason to upgrade to a, to a One X. I would, that would be great to have justification for that, but, like, I at this point in time, it just, it sucks because I, I can't, Justify dropping five hundred dollars on something that I'm never going to play. Yeah. Um, and yeah. you know it, it's you know that's it sucks you know because it was a because you know talk about last generation where like all I did was play my three sixty like all the time you know um, just hours like hours and hours I bought you know and I, this is either a testament for or an indictment against the Xbox brand but I bought three Xbox three sixties right um, and. <laughs> You know, I guess it was half and half, right? Like, one is because, you know... You wouldn't keep buying them if you don't like it. Yeah. And I wouldn't keep buying them if they, if they didn't keep breaking. But, right. Um, but, you know, there was definitely... Like, there was definitely a lot of staying power there. There was definitely a lot of longevity out of that console. You know, once they got the kinks worked out uh, ten years later. Um, you know, it was... But it was, it's, it was solid, you know? Like, there was always something to play on that thing. And there was always, like... You know, especially like you go back to, like to to Summer of Arcade, which I still remember like very fondly. Sure. Um, and there was like there was excitement behind uh, uh, turning that thing on. There was excitement behind going to the store and seeing what's there. Yeah, well, and people are always like, "Oh, you're 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 so into Sony. You're such a Sony fanboy, or whatever." They say it a lot less now, and they used to because I play a lot of PC now. Right. Uh, but like. That, that was always because of the smaller games that were only there. Yeah. The Housemark games, you know, uh, the Pixel Junk games, stuff like that, that were only there. But, like, Microsoft back then, 
had that too. They had that in spades, right? With right. like you weren't playing twisted pixel games anywhere else. Right. And I loved those games, you know. Yeah. They don't have that shit now. Yeah. Yeah. So it was like which which is why like it doesn't need but I'm, I guess what I'm saying is it doesn't have to be a triple A exclusive. Right. Just, Just ex exclusive. Yeah. And again, like it's not it's not about like I don't care how like I okay. I'd be lying if I if I said graphics didn't matter to me. I just graphics don't matter to me as much as maybe they would want to believe. Mm -hmm. um, because I because I'm at the point now like because I think like whenever I think about graphics, I think about like the 16-bit era where like that was how you sold your game, right? It was like look at these fucking graphics, right? Do the math. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> but now it's just more like <clears throat> I care more about how that game was working with things that I can't see. Like, like mechanically, how does that game perform? You know, like what kind of concepts right. is that game bringing to the table? Well, it's it's funny because like they're obviously clueless to that fact, and the fact is most people seem to feel that way. People are buying up switches. Yeah, that's that's a fucking tablet processor in there. Right. You know, people were buying them up, but like. But the games are fun. My, you know, Xbox One X, the whole thing was the most powerful console ever made, which is not a lie. It's... But you know what? Every single generation. Someone has made the most powerful console right. ever made, and no one ever advertised it. Yeah, I mean, sure, back in the day there were you know sixty four bits or whatever, but like, right. I'd never heard that phrase before Xbox One X. Yeah, why? Why because suddenly is would, it important to say that when because because they, it's always existed. You know, because before what you would do <laughs> is you would let the you would let the software library talk for you. Right. Um, and then when you don't have that, you have to you have to hope that people are okay with just being able to say that they own the most powerful console out there. Last, or, right, like last gen. PlayStation 3 was technically the most powerful console ever made. You never saw that marketing. Yeah. You know? Yeah, um, <laughs> it, it's, it's, and it's not, even, it's not even like a weird thing to think about, right? It's not even, it's not even that hard to figure. It's not even that hard to suss out. Uh, I think that, I think that there may be this, there might be just things going on over at Microsoft that just make it difficult for them to have a library that we're looking for or to do the thing. But like it's funny because like But just like, you know, this whole iterative console thing that we're seeing now. Yeah. PS4 Pro, Xbox One X. I don't think we see that next generation. No. I don't I think, think I think I, I mean think, you're still gonna see your slims and all that, but, yeah, you're, but I don't think you're gonna see I it. think this was it was just like a really more of an experiment yeah. than than because I think that a lot of people were talking about how is going to change the way we think of console generations. I'm like, no, because we're still having conversations about Xbox or about PlayStation Five, right? You know, so um, no, I don't think that's going to happen again. Um, I think that um, you know, I think that they'll st they'll manufacture those things f faster and cheaper, but it'll still it'll still be a PlayStation Five. Mm -hmm. um, I think I think that just if we take focus away from how good the games look. And, and put it back on how the games play, then I think that will be, I think that it would do, it would, it would behoove Microsoft, I think, to have a renewed focus in that area. Uh, because when, when I think about last year and all the stuff that they talked about at E3 with, with the Xbox One X, like every single, the crux of every single presentation, was like, look how sharp these textures are. Look how sharp these textures are in the, on the Xbox One X. Yeah, you know, look, look how great this game looks. Nice, nice, but like, yeah. we're not thinking about like, like nobody's talking about like how the game plays, and that like that was that was it was mysteriously like I it was conspicuously absent. 
Well, and last last year's conference, I don't remember what the number was, but Phil Spencer comes out on stage, and he says, I'm going to talk to you about this many games, which was like the most games they'd ever talked about, yeah. only by like a game or two. Yeah. But he's like, I'm going to talk to you about this many games tonight, and this many of them were exclusive. And no, they were not. <laughs> no, they were not. Well, no, because last year was the time where they kept doing the... Well, console they... launch exclusive yeah. or console exclusive, yeah, right? which is like... But like, yeah. Like, I was so excited when he came out and, and spat those numbers at me. And yeah, like, no, that's not the case. I get why you're saying that, because you want it to, you want it to seem like it's the case. But, you know. Yeah. yeah. I just think that, like, like back when we had, uh, like, Xbox Live Arcade and, and they had, like, a really huge focus on that, like, we were getting some like some interesting stuff coming out of there mm -hmm. and it wasn't and, 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 and like and most of it wasn't the prettiest most of them weren't the prettiest games um but like but they were fun like chair doing shadow complex back then yeah at the time that game looked fucking good yeah and it was not a, it was not a high budget it didn't cost them a shit ton of money to make and you weren't buying that on PlayStation 3 at the time i think maybe eventually came to PlayStation yeah, 3 yeah. but it was a 360 exclusive for a while yeah uh, you know, same thing with like the Ma. The Ma sold incredibly well. That was not a great looking game. Yeah. Same thing Explosion Man, you know, like. So why do you think they focus so hard on that? I don't know. I don't know. Cause I like I like I get it. Like there are a lot of people who do care about how good the games look. There there are plenty of people, and I'm sure that there are a lot of people who bought an Xbox One X specifically because of how good the games look on that console, right? Um, and that's and to some people that shit is paramount. I don't. I, don't know. I think history has been nicer, and the critical reception it was better to the small games that Sony were, was doing in that style yeah. than the 360 games, right? Because, like, Shadow Complex reviewed quite well, sold a lot, mm -hmm. so did all the Twisted Pixel games, you know, uh, a, lot of, a lot of their exclusives did, but they never had a journey. Yeah. You know, they never had an Unfinished Swan, like, those games had high critical praise, right. you know? Um, so maybe that's why, I don't know. Yeah. But, yeah. Well, we'll see how, the, we'll see how this conference goes. Like, I'm, 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 I'm interested to see what they say, uh, or what they like, what they have to show us. I am most excited for their conference. Of the big three, I'm most excited for theirs. Uh, because, like, Sony and Nintendo, we... We, we don't know exactly what we're getting, but we could pretty well estimate what we're getting. Yeah. You know? Yeah. Microsoft's the big question mark, so. Yeah. Um, yeah. And maybe, who knows, maybe they'll surprise me. Like, I bet you guys didn't think we had anything new going on, but we got a new thing going on. Xbox uh, One XX. Yeah, Xbox One Triple X. Sure. And Vin Diesel comes out. Sure. On a snowboard. All right. Um, and he's like, this is the most powerful yeah. console ever. And uh, then the, he's like, the, you, could buy, you could buy it right now. Yeah, yeah. like uh, the next Wheelman game. Yeah. Exclusive. Exclusive. <laughs> 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 he was in that one, right? Yeah, he yeah. was the Wheelman, yeah. 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 Um, Riddick, the next Riddick game. That only on Xbox. That's pretty cool. Riddick's yeah. pretty cool. Yeah. Um, he's in a lot of video games. Was he in some stuntman game too? No. no, no. I think you're still thinking of Wheelman. Yeah, probably. Yeah. Uh, 
But you say you talk about Wheelman reminded me of the Dwayne Johnson Spy Hunter game. Oh, uh, yeah, I never, I, I, I've heard of it, but I, I don't know anything about it. Yeah, you should, you should watch, yeah. you should watch that game being played. It's pretty amazing. <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah, but you know, I think in in conclusion, I will say that if nothing else, uh, E3 this year will definitely will certainly be interesting. It's gonna be awesome. Yeah, it's gonna be awesome. You know that? Yeah, I understand the people who are like, who talk about how like they're not looking forward to it. Like I look forward to it every year, because if nothing, well, else, you it's typically always, hear it's always fun to watch. You typically hear like journalists that are not excited for it. Yeah, you know, because it's it's a lot of work. It is. Yeah, it's not a lot of work for me, and I love it. Yeah, you know. So, <laughs> so. Anyway, guys, uh, thank you once again for joining us on the Save Continue podcast. Uh, as always, it is a pleasure to bring this show to you. My name is Ryan Robinson. That's Tom Shelby. Goodbye. See you next week.